With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Getting your goals. Decide right now to never worry about money again. Go to DaveRamsey.com and sign up for a free trial of Ramsey Plus today. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Stocks are coming off fresh record highs for both the S&P 500 index and the NASDAQ. And the Dow was even up yesterday, 83 points. Salesforce.com shares led tech higher, and that company joins the Dow on Monday. All of this as the oil industry now has to handle Gulf Coast devastation from monster Hurricane Laura. That's oil country along the Texas-Louisiana Gulf Coast border. Motiva, which is Aramco, it shut down the biggest refinery in America that's there. ExxonMobil, Shell, Chevron, they're all closed. Insurers, meantime, are very worried that Laura will cause billions in damage. Power will be out, not just for days, but for weeks. Facebook wants you to start spending money. It wants to be known for shopping, and it's testing Facebook Shop. It's a tab where you can find products to buy in the app. Jessica Edinger, CNBC. Are you a survivor of sexual abuse while in the Boy Scouts? You may be entitled to compensation, no matter how long ago the abuse happened, but your time to file a claim is limited. Call 800-718-4498. That's 800-718-4498 for more information. As a result of thousands of victims filing sexual abuse claims, the Boy Scouts have filed for bankruptcy protection, and the Bankruptcy Court has set November 16, 2020 as the deadline for abuse survivors to file a claim. As a result of this bankruptcy, a victim's compensation fund is being set up that may be worth over $1.5 billion. Childhood sexual abuse takes numerous forms, including forcible rape, exposing oneself to a child, or showing her or him pornographic images, or viewing or photographing a child in a sexual context. If you are a survivor of sexual abuse while in the Boy Scouts, you may be entitled to compensation. Call 800-718-4498. That's 800-718-4498 for more information. Your call is completely confidential. Sponsored by Sheldon Law Group.
The Junction, the classic country legends you love all night long. And the Inland Empire's number one talk station, KCAA 1050 AM and Express 106.5 FM. KCAA. Good morning, I'm Erin Brinker. 
Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. I know I'm playing a completely different song than Keep on the Sunny Side, but I actually really like Keep on the Sunny Side. <laughs> Honestly, I thought that was your lead-in song because I know you like that. I, I like, love like bluegrass, bluegrass music. And, yeah, yeah that, I'm with you. I really... I, it's fun. I think that bluegrass music has a tie to, or, or has a close affinity to, to rock and roll in ways that, that I think a lot of people miss in terms of just the, 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 the pacing and the, and the uh, essential um, uh, sort of s- sounds and themes and stuff that a lot of, of uh, fairly hard rock songs can be played as a bluegrass song and vice versa. Yeah, they can. It works. It, it worked just fine. Yes. And both, I mean, and I'm not talking about ACDC with their three chords, but I'm talking about like the real players. Um, both of them, both um, rock and roll, guys who really know how to play, and bluegrass music, they, those musicians are amazing. The, the amount of picking and the interesting things that they do with their instruments, it's just phenomenal. I love listening to good musicians do their thing. Yeah, there's actually a series of albums out there that you can find. Go looking for them. Uh, Bluegrass plays the Grateful Dead. Bluegrass plays. Um, or it's picking Led on the Zepp- Gra- Grateful Dead, isn't oh, it? Yeah, yeah, picking on, picking on, or there's picking on. Um, um, Led Zeppelin. Uh, Led Zeppelin and uh, and Jethro Tull, and you know, I mean, there's just lots of of um, those kinds of things where blue, like you said, the the high quality bluegrass musicians go out and say, well, we we could arrange something that would work. You know, totally. as a bluegrass song and it's really interesting to listen to because it's clearly a bluegrass song and they usually throw in some some real interesting solos and stuff usually right about where there would have been a guitar solo they'll have like a banjo or a mandolin or maybe both you know or a dobro a dobro yeah and and yet they'll um and yet it's very clearly you know that song that you know right it, it's through they're really interesting albums they they really are, <clears throat> so and I I like the harmonies I like the the old the simp- simplicity of the music like they keep on the sunny side was a pretty simple um, song and I just I just love that old timey music I do yeah yeah well made famous in the uh, movie uh, Brother Where Art Thou yes although uh, my dad would listen to now I, I wasn't into this when I was a teenager at all. But my dad and I would listen to, um, my dad was a big fan of Earl Scruggs. So we'd listen to Flatt and Scruggs and all the people from that time, you know, really picking their banjos. And when you think of like the Beverly Hillbillies, that's Earl Scruggs picking the banjo. Um, mm-hmm. And he was the master. He changed, because before then it was really, people would just really play claw hammer, which was a different kind, and claw hammer banjo. And this was, he was just just picking. And, um, and so when it kind of started making a comeback, you know, the bluegrass music started making it bigger because of that movie it really touched a chord with me and since then i've been completely into it i love that music yeah so yeah. so speaking There's of my, picking on nirvana is one of them by the way oh, right on i haven't heard that one i'm gonna go check yeah. it out <laughs> so I, I speaking of my dad i actually called him last night he's in texas um in houston and um you know i'm like is that is that hurricane gonna hit you are you yeah. okay Getting wet 
Yeah, and he said, well, he's on the northwest end of Houston, um, and uh, uh, so he, in a, you know, it's, Houston's a big city. It's the fourth largest city in the U.S., so he's on the northwest side and um, uh, of not downtown, of the subdivisions out, kind of out in the suburbs. And, um, yeah, it's not like New York where it's all piled on top of not each at other. all spread out, too. Yeah, so yeah. Texas has space, if nothing else. It, it, <laughs> indeed, <laughs> indeed. And so he said, no, we're supposed to get two to four inches of rain um, where, where, where we are. still a good good rain yeah but that's pretty normal for houston it rains yeah. a lot in houston so um uh he wasn't worried about it but if 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 you know people in louisiana people in beaumont people in you know beaumont being beaumont texas um you know people on the border they were going to get hammered and so it made mm-hmm. landfall early this morning and um uh the sustained winds when it made landfall were 150 miles an hour um, so it, it hit as a Category 4 and then was later downgraded to a Cat 2. There's still a storm surge warning um, from Freeport, Texas, to the mouth of the Mississippi River. Um, and They're saying a storm surge for like 40 miles from the coastline. Yes, yes. So if you live next to a river that, that leads to the ocean, water can be pushing back up and flooding. And there's 40 miles inland. Crazy, right? Crazy. There's bayous yeah. all through, because it rains a lot in the southeast. Yeah. So that there are bayous. Like I'm sorry. I keep cutting you off. Go ahead. There are bayous all throughout that area. So if, if the the I think it was Andrew, which is the the great big hurricane that Houston had a couple of years ago, like 2017, uh, Buffalo Bayou. I mean, it was it was it flooded everything. I mean, it 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 was way over its its uh, uh, banks. And this is going to mm-hmm. be the same kind of thing, but in 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 Freeport to the Mississippi River, which is pretty much all of Louisiana, because Freeport's in Texas, and the mis- mouth of the Mississippi River. Well, that's in Mississippi. Right. Yeah. So that's a lot. Um, they, they... Well, I was just going to liken it to, to if, it, if it were to hit Southern California, imagine the Santa Ana River having floodwaters being pushed all the way back up into Riverside and maybe even into San Bernardino. Crazy, right? You know, from, wow. from the ocean. From the ocean. Yeah. Yeah. That's insane. That's insane. Yeah. So this, the, the Hurricane Center projects maximum rain of up to 10 inches in portions along the coast. And, of course, surge-related flooding to occur. And they're projecting that this, this storm will move up into um, uh, all, the ways, all the way up into Illinois um, uh, and uh, Ohio, you know, this area that we were talking about yesterday, and then, mm-hmm. and then out towards, uh, out, I'm trying to think, around Delaware, it's going to exit um, uh, landfall and then, and then head back up the coast. So... Uh, but by that time, it will be, you know, just a depression, tropical depression. So it'll bring some rain to lo- other parts of the country, yeah. um, but not like in, yeah. in Louisiana. Yeah, not, the, not as much of the, the high winds and stuff, but the rain can still cause dramatic flooding depending on where it's at and, and you know, how it pushes up against mountains and hills and things like that. Because yeah. the, the uh, landscape also affects how the rainfall hits. And as anybody knows, you know, one side of a mountain usually is much drier than another. Yep. And that's just because that's where the weather hits it. You know, there have been hurricanes that have, and I think it was Allison um, in the Houston area, uh, that it stalled. It just sat there. And it was like, imagine a pump from the ocean into your city. And it, it, that's basically what it did. It flooded everything. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Houston floods pretty regularly. You know, you got to have flood insurance in Houston. Um, and so... Uh, Coastal cities. Yeah, I mean it, it happens, right? So, uh, and and so you don't want a hurricane to stall next to the ocean because it will. It just will act like a pump. Um, and so, yeah. you know, you do want it to move through, and I hope it does quickly. 
yeah, that's why the slow moving storms are the worst. The ones that like don't really keep going very much. You know, you feel bad for those people in Florida where like they have the storm that sort of like slowly crosses the state because the maximum elevation is like all of three feet. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, and so they just the whole panhandle just gets dumped on. So at least 11 people in the Caribbean have died as a result. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. ...of uh, Hurricane Laura and including a 10-year-old girl in Haiti, which is very sad. Um, Earlier this week, Gulf states were hit with the after effects of Tropical Storm Marco. Now, why didn't they name Laura Polo? Right? They could have named her... Anyway, um, Marco... L-M-N-O-P. I know! Marco Polo! But there's not. I know. There's an I, O I, in between M and P, and an L. There's an M and an I, O. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Okay. These crazy scientists have to be alphabetical. You throw it out alphabetical, and somebody's sitting somewhere in an office having a conniption fit. That's true. Not that it matters <laughs> at all to anything except for you know their system. All right. So yeah. Um. Uh. It looks like the upper Gulf is going to get a one-two punch. Um, that's what they said on Sunday. So, yeah. So, Governor... Yeah, Mike Tyson's coming out of retirement. That's right. He's going to bite you. Iron Mike. That's what they could name the next one. So, Louisiana Governor John Bell Edwards declared a state of emergency Friday in preparation for the incoming storms. And, you know... Uh, I, I, there were some people I think who, who didn't, I was reading an article that there are people who didn't want to, um, evacuate and, and they mm. were in Louisiana and they were needing help and people, you got to get out of the way. If a storm like that is coming, you need to leave. Um, and I remember yeah. when, um, Andrew was on its way into, into Texas, the governor said, look, y'all, you need to get out. We've given you plenty of notice. If you don't get out, uh, we don't have the manpower to come get you. And this was speaking specifically to the people in South Padre Island and Galveston and some mm-hmm. of those areas. Say Galveston, Port Arthur, those people who live like right on the on the water yes. with, in, in places where there's literally no elevation at all. So you can't get above the floodwaters. It's yes. Yeah. Yes. So it's crazy. Anyway, so we're going to be keeping an eye on that storm as it, at, uh, you know, as it continues to to move through. Scary stuff. So with that, it is, excuse me, it's time for a break. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are On the Brink, the morning show on KCAA. We will be right back. I always hear from our clients who hired another firm that they wish they'd hired DNA Financial first. Don't have regrets about your IRS tax case. Just hire the best in the first place. One owed $150,000 to the IRS and had spent thousands on another firm. We stopped the levies, negotiated a payment plan, and had their penalties forgiven. And while every case is different, we guarantee that we'll find your perfect resolution and get it done right. For a free consultation, call us at 866-201-0156. That's 866-201-0156. Then you can say, DNA DNA did did right right by me. me. Now, here's a new concept, digital network advertising, where businesses display your ad inside their building. If a picture's worth a thousand words, your company is going to thrive with digital network advertising. Choose your marketing sites or jump on the DNA system and advertise with all participants. 
Your business ad or logo is rotated multiple times an hour inside local businesses where people will discover your company. Digital Network Advertising, DNA, a novel way to be seen and remembered. Digital Network Advertising with networks in Redlands and Yucaipa. Call in the 909 area, 222-9293 for introductory pricing. That's 909-222-9293 for Digital Network Advertising. One last time, Digital Network Advertising, 909-222-9293. Hills Country Kitchen is now open for business. Thank you to our latest KQLH 92.5 FM listening post, Hills Country Kitchen, where you'll hear KQLH playing daily. Log on to kqlhradio.com if you want your business to be a KQLH listening post. Hills Country Kitchen, the newest restaurant in Yucaipa at the corner of 15th and Yucaipa Boulevard, across from Crafton Hills College, located in the collection of Crafton Hills Shopping Center, along with Laser Legacy, the original Rosie's, Hills Country Kitchen, where you're always welcome. Hills has the recipe for delicious breakfast, reasonably priced lunches, and amazingly scrumptious dinner. Hills Country Kitchen in Yucaipa is now open for breakfast and lunch and amazingly scrumptious dinner every day. And thank you to our latest KQLH 92.5 FM listing post. This segment brought to you by a really special story. Once upon a time, in a TV land, Far, far away, people used to perch clothesline-looking TV antennas on their roofs. Sometimes they used tinfoil, too. All was good, and the rest was free. People crowded around their TV sets, listening to the chimes and watching the peacocks. Then one day, video killed the radio star, and TV cable was born. And everyone started watching cable TV, but it wasn't free. In fact, it was expensive. Then one day, the FCC said all TV would be digital, and it would be free again over the air. 2, 2.1, 2.2, and on and on. You can call 909-475-7787. That's 909-475-7787. Or you can log on to SoCalFreeTV.com. That's SoCalFreeTV.com. KCAA Radio has openings for one-hour talk shows. If you want to host a radio show, now is the time. Make KCAA your flagship station. Our rates are affordable and our services are second to none. We broadcast on three terrestrial frequencies to a population of 5 million people. Plus, we stream and podcast on all major online audio and video systems. If you've been thinking about broadcasting a weekly radio program on real radio plus the Internet, contact our CEO at 281 9-9-9-800-281-599-9800. You can Skype your show from your home to our Redlands, California studio where our live producers and engineers are ready to work with you personally. A radio program on KCAA is the perfect work from home avocation in these stressful times. Just type kcaaradio.com into your browser to learn more about hosting a show on the best station in the nation or call our CEO for details. 281-599-9800. K C A A.
Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the Brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. So uh, I didn't ask you how you're doing this morning, Todd. Well, let's hope I'm not quite as uh, cranky as I was the last couple days. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what was up with that? <laughs> I don't know. There was, I didn't feel particularly cranky, but it certainly came off that way on the on the radio, didn't it? Um, I think we laughed about it a little bit on our uh, after show podcast, but uh, um, you know, just being self aware of it. But it was like that was weird. It was weird. Although yesterday I was ready to watch the Lakers clinch, and then all the basketball games got postponed. The Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, decided to boycott the game that they they were uh, as a team upset about what had happened very close to home for them um, and um, uh, and so they said we're not going to play uh, you know another black man has been shot and now there's people protesting in the streets and people dying there and so the the players met the players association met in the bubble the players that were there and just said you know what we shouldn't be playing basketball. That's that right now. We need to to sit and 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 think and and also, you know, this will force all the fans to 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 think for a few minutes, if nothing else, about you know the state of the world and 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 what can be done to make things better. Because you know, there's a lot of of black players in the NBA, and uh, you know, and a lot of black men who say, you know, I live in fear. My children, my sons live in fear. And that shouldn't be. That shouldn't be. And so they chose not to play. And to be honest, at first, I was a little not sure how to feel about it. Not sure whether I supported the idea or not. And, you know, I didn't feel like, you know, here's a bunch of rich guys saying, oh, you know, I'm going to to not play a basketball game so that, uh, you know, um, you know, because, I mean, let's face it, the, most of them are, even the, the non-well-known players are known in their in their communities. And these guys are all, you know, giants. They're, they're all, the short guys are, I mean, I guess there's a few that are like 6'2 that don't necessarily stand out. In the Shrimps. Crowd, the vast majority of, yeah, <laughs> yeah, the short guys are 6'2. Um, you know, kind of my size. Um, that's a bit taller than me. But, um but you know what I mean. A lot of these guys, they they can't go to a grocery store and and, and not stand out. I mean, they're they're just you're gonna know, you're gonna look at them and go, hey, that's somebody, you know, <laughs> right? Yes. If, if you're from Milwaukee, you're probably gonna know the Bucks players, and you're going to know that you know that six foot seven guy walking through your grocery store is one of the guys on the team or something. And so so you know they're trying to use their celebrity a little bit um, uh, to to a send a message stop you know trashing the city and killing each other in the streets and b you know or maybe i've got it backwards a stop you know we need to do something about how our police are policing and b then stop killing each other in the streets uh and and tearing up our cities and so you know i mean there's there's two sides to that and uh and you know i mean after after sleeping on it overnight i come down on the yeah i think that you know they, they 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 felt like they needed to do something, and a lot of these guys are feeling this very visceral, very close to home. I mean, you know, being very—they're very emotional. They're very upset, 
you know, and realize that a lot of these guys are in their 20s, too. They're young men. And so, um, you know, it's not like they're they're 50 year olds looking back on something and have the, the, the historical knowledge. And so I understand their their frustration. Um, I, I do, too. And, and I will say, you know, uh, that that the, the rioters and looters who are just criminals, um, notwithstanding, I, I have no sympathy for them. They're not they're not protesting. They're lighting things on fire. Knock it off. But but for, you know, this 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 chain of events in the last couple of years, I mean, really starting since Ferguson has um, uh, I say a couple of years, several years, that was during the Obama administration, um, has, people have been changing their, their attitudes towards the police. The, the majority of people in this country do want these things to stop and do think that they're outrageous and do think that, that those cops should be prosecuted. And, and, and that is, that's a good thing. We're, mm-hmm. we're uh, as a nation, moving, you know, we're, we want these people to be prosecuted, and in many cases they are. In most cases they are. Um, we don't know, you know, the, 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 the details of what happened in uh, Kenosha are still coming out. I've heard, story, right. I've heard stories that, they're, that he was reaching for a knife. I've heard stories that he was reaching for a gun. It will all come out at trial. Right. Well, there were stories last night. They said that they talked there. The, I guess they were released the, the call. And initially they had said the call was because there was a domestic disturbance and that he was there breaking up the domestic disturbance between two women. Well, it turns out that the call was for a, a woman saying that her boyfriend was on her property and he was not supposed to be there. Um, don't know if there was like a, an, a you know a court order or something about him not being there, but he was there and had been asked to leave and wasn't leaving. And and presumably that was him. And so a little bit different light on how the the attitude of officers when they show up when, you know, he's been right. asked to leave. And apparently they tried to tase him and that did not deter him. Yes. Um, and he was and, resisting. But um, what does try to tase him mean? Meaning I reached for my taser and it malfunctioned. I don't know. So I tried to tase him, but I couldn't. You know, there's not enough detail there. So no. so we need that needs to come out. Um, so anyhow, um, I do have a question for you, though, uh, on a totally separate Uh, note, because when we talk about Texas, I grew up in New Mexico and my interactions with Texas were mostly West Texas. And West Texas is not green and rainy in any way, shape or form. Yeah. So, um, but I have been to San Antonio and I have been to Fort Worth and, you know, Dallas, Fort Worth area. Those all seem pretty kind of hot and dry and deserty to me too. So, so where does this, this supposed green East Texas actually start? Uh, where does that begin? Well, it's, it's, have you been to the hill country outside of Austin? It's beautiful. Um, San, the, the areas between San Antonio and Austin, it's very, very green. And you continue to, uh-huh. to drive down, um, drive on the 10 uh, towards Houston, and it's, it's just green and lush. Okay. Okay. So it sort of starts at San Antonio-ish and then heads yeah, I mean, towards I don't know the, the coast from there. Yeah. Because San mean, Antonio itself is also kind of just flat and, I mean, Texas dry is desert, flat. You know? Texas yeah. is flat. I mean, I mean, I mean, Big Bend. There's some, you know, Big Bend is beautiful, um, and that's on the that's on the Rio Grande. Um, uh, it's a national park, and there's it's it's got some interesting rock formations and that sort of thing. It's beautiful, um, but that's about the and there's some plateaus in West Texas, which I love. Yeah. I love the plateaus, the mesas, but um, uh, for the most yeah, part, see, Texas I know is, like like uh, El Paso and Amarillo. Oh no, there's <laughs> there are mountains in El Paso. But they're deserty so, well, mountains. They're yeah, they're 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 hills. Um, it's the I tail mean, end of the Rockies. I mean, there are mountains there. There's no yes. doubt about it. But it's it's um, yeah. It's, <laughs> Texas it's is huge, mountains. Todd. Texas yeah, is huge. No, it is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I get that. I get that. Um, Although, have you ever seen a picture of Texas in scale laid on top of Africa? Oh, well, yeah, but Africa's a continent. I Oh, I know, I know. It's just, it's amazing because Texas is huge. And knowing that, I mean, I've driven across it. Um, and like I said, I mean, I drove through Dallas and then on, so I'm, I must have hit in some of the green stuff. Maybe I, I'm just not remembering it because, because you know, when you enter Texas in El Paso and then you drive through, you know, Odessa, Midland, Abilene into Fort Worth and Dallas, you know, by the time you get over towards Tyler or, or um, you know, one of those towns uh, east of Dallas, uh, you're, you're, you don't realize you're still in Texas because it goes on yeah. forever. I thought I was, you know, by the time I hit greenery, I probably thought I was already in Arkansas or something. So I kind of- El Paso is halfway between the Inland Empire, so Houston, I mean, not Houston, uh, San Bernardino, Redlands, Ukaipa, all this area, halfway between here and Houston. El Paso is halfway. Yeah. Texas, so the second half of your trip to Houston from here is all within that one state. Indeed. Texas is huge. Yeah. And You'll so across California, Arizona, and New Mexico, or half of New Mexico to get there. Yes. Yes. Yeah. About, about just a little less than half of New Mexico. N- well, no. I, I mean, you, you'll go through Las Cruces, and Las Cruces is not halfway through the state of New Mexico. Okay. So because right, you go into the Panhandle. Yeah, I get it. Into, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm cheating a little bit in that I'm looking at a map as I say this because I'm, but I've made that drive. I've made that. I drive. have made it many times. Yeah. You know, yeah. And I used to, yeah. And, and, and I used to live in, uh, when I was younger, um, uh, my family lived in Alamogordo, New Mexico, which is about a hundred miles north of El Paso. And there's a road that runs from El Paso to, uh, to Alamogordo. And it's almost a straight road. There's a little bit of a bend in it and it's a two way highway. And you can see, each city from about halfway. You're 50 miles away, and you can see it, the lights in the, at night in the desert. Texas is still, flat, and so is yeah, New Mexico it, in that area. Yeah, yeah, New Mexico in that area. There's some beautiful mountains on the east side of New Mexico as you go up, you know, through the, like I said, the Rockies go through there. Um, and Carlsbad Caverns is also east of there, which is awesome. If you've never been to Carlsbad Caverns, if you're ever going that way, if you're ever in the, the southern part of the country and you're in that area, it's worth cutting off the main highway, get off the 10 or the 20 and go up north and, and go see Carlsbad Caverns. Um, beautiful caves. They have the largest single cavern in the United States. It's not the largest cave network, but it's the largest single cavern. It's like 450 feet high and 750 feet long in their big room. Um, it's, it's just, it's beautiful, Pretty cool. beautiful. Pretty cool. Yeah. You know, we live in a big, beautiful country. We do. Uh, you know, I, there's so many wonderful places to explore and see and people to meet and things to do. And as soon as we can all come out of quarantine, I imagine people are going to hit the road because we've all been cooped up for too long. Yeah. Well, there's actually, I think, a lot of people who have tried to go out and, you know, do a little bit of traveling when they're able to do, you know, I mean, you're, you're, if you're doing work, you're doing a lot of virtual work, a lot of people. And they figure and so I can do that from anywhere. Yeah, as long as I've got a hot spot, I can I can uh, I can call into work, and then I can go you know hiking somewhere. Yep. Somewhere where it's maybe cooler. <laughs> <laughs> so with that, in 
Taylor. <laughs> it is. T- yeah, right. It, it's With that, it's time for a break. I'm Aaron Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA. We'll be right back. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, K292FQ Riverside, and K293CF Moreno Valley. NBC News Radio, I'm Michael Kastner. Hurricane Laura is losing strength as it moves north across Louisiana but remains a serious threat. NBC's Jay Gray reports from Lake Charles. Laura crashing into the Gulf Coast early Thursday morning, the most powerful hurricane to ever cross the shoreline near the Texas-Louisiana border. From a major Category 4 hurricane with sustained winds of 150 miles an hour, gust even stronger. Laura is now a Category 2 storm. Flash flood warnings are in effect throughout the region, along with tornado watches across Louisiana, eastern Texas, and southwest Mississippi. The National Weather Service says there's a chance Hurricane Laura could still be at hurricane strength when it reaches Arkansas later today. Meteorologist Bill Karens. We could have 90-mile-per-hour wind gusts up to southern Arkansas. So we expect millions of people to be without power by Thursday evening. And then we have to deal with possibly even some rainfall and flooding in Tennessee and Kentucky. Laura will spend today traveling north through Louisiana and will reach southern Arkansas around 7 local time. It appears the main part of the storm is now tracking away from the northwest Arkansas region, but could still cause mountain flooding in the Ozarks. The number of cases of children infected with COVID-19 has gone up over 20% this month. That's more than 70,000 new cases, according to the American Academy of Pediatrics. A new study by the Academy and the Children's Hospital Association says severe cases seem to be relatively low in children. However, with kids returning to school, health officials have expressed concern about their ability to transmit the virus. California is making progress in its battle against wildfires as tens of thousands continue to evacuate. Over 700 wildfires have started in California in the past two weeks, destroying 1.3 million acres. Michael Kastner, NBC News Radio. It all began when the Milwaukee Bucks chose not to take the court for their playoff game late Wednesday afternoon against the Magic. Milwaukee, about 40 miles north of Kenosha, Wisconsin, the city where Jacob Blake, a black man, was shot seven times by police. All three playoff games were eventually postponed. The league's Board of Governors and players will meet this morning to discuss how they'll proceed. The WNBA's three games, five of six MLS matches, and three Major League Baseball games, including one involving the Brewers, were also postponed as players and coaches joined in the protest, a number of black MLB players also chose not to play in their team's games. Tennis star Naomi Osaka withdrawing from the semifinals of the Western and Southern Open in reaction to the shooting. The tournament has been put on pause for a day. The NHL did play the Lightning over the Bruins 7-1. Colorado topped Dallas 6-4. Tampa and the Stars lead two games to one. The Flyers beat the Islanders 4-3 at OT. They are even at one. That's sports. Frank Arity, NBC News Radio. It's time to take a look at our roadways. I'm Aaron Brinker. In Corona on the 91 westbound after Green River Road, a wreck is now along the right shoulder. Traffic is still slow from about Lincoln. In Corona on the 91 westbound after the 15, a wreck has been moved to the Collector Road. Traffic remains heavy in the immediate area, especially for the 15 northbound and southbound transitions to the 91 west. In Palm Desert on the 10 westbound before Cook, uh, wreck is in the center divider in uh, Riverside on the 215 southbound at Columbia. The Columbia Avenue off-ramp is blocked with a wreck. Slow traffic is backed up from La Cadena. This has been your traffic report. Drive carefully, everyone. 
I'm Erin Brinker, and this is KCAA. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm Daniel Starks, and for this morning, we've got sunshine. High of 105 degrees today. Heat advisory in effect still through about Friday evening around 8 o'clock. Clear skies overnight tonight. Temperatures down to 69 and then sunny and hot again for Friday. High of 102 with sunshine and not as hot weather for your weekend. I'm Daniel Starks broadcasting live from the Tri-City Center at the 10 and 210 freeways. We are the trifecta of talk in Southern California. KCAA 102.3 FM Riverside, 106.5 FM Redlands, and the Legacy 1050 AM Loma Linda, San Bernardino. Your voice, your vote. In our democracy, they matter and make our community and our country stronger. So make yours count. Get registered. Learn the issues. Know the candidates. And vote by or on November 3rd. Visit vote411.org for registration and election information. This message is furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Broadcasting more local radio programs than any other station in California. We are KCAA. Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink. The morning show on KCAA AM 1050, FM 106.5 and FM 102.3. Executives from Disney, Universal and SeaWorld said California theme parks were ready to roll during a theme park roundtable in Orlando on Wednesday, uh, August 26. And that was led by Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. So... You know, as soon as the state will let them, you know, Orange County has been taken off the list. So does that mean Disneyland can reopen? It's in Anaheim. Yeah, they're supposed to be um, 14 days below the level that took them off the list. So 14 days will be the first week uh, after Labor Day. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But. I mean, it's, I think that's their that that means they're they can reopen like the that yeah, after that starting time. like the seventh yeah the seventh and or the eighth right it'll in take there. them yeah. a minute to get everybody back together and you know hired and all mm-hmm. of that so um, got to get the band back together and practice once or twice it, before you, you do you do <laughs> before you take the first gig you know maybe remember remember how to pick up the guitar so uh, Disneyland has been ready to roll apparently since July and that's according to Jim McPhee who is their COO. Um, And uh, they are awaiting guidance and reopening protocols from Governor Newsom. Uh, McPhee's statement about Disneyland's readiness to reopen echoed a similar sentiment from Disney Parks chairman Josh DeMauro uh, during during an interview with the U.S. Travel Association. So... Um, they they say we don't have any California guidelines for reopening as soon as a date and those guidelines are set I can tell you we're ready and you know I think people are ready like I said to go back to Disneyland our theme parks remain closed and once we have a clear understanding of when theme park reopening guidelines will be released from the state we'll be able to work with the state and Orange County healthcare uh, healthcare agency towards a reopening date yay (laughs) woohoo Disney Disney. Yeah, I'm, I'm not going to, to Disney, but okay. Yay. You know, dis- people t- back to work. Places <laughs> opening up. 
it's you know, economically sh- it's a good thing. Everything shut down when Disneyland closed. I mean, that was like when Disneyland yeah, closed. It was the canary in the coal mine. It was. Sure. Everybody's like, uh oh. Yeah, like maybe we should be shutting down. And so to me, Disney reopening means that there's a light at the end of the tunnel. So yeah. that's, let's hope it happens soon. So SeaWorld Parks and Entertainment has fully reopened uh, SeaWorld Parks in Orlando and San Antonio, as well as Bush Gardens in Tampa. Um, Bush Gardens Williamsburg in Virginia has partially reopened um, with limited time coasters and craft brews events. Uh, SeaWorld San Diego is preparing to partially open, reopen for a limited time. Uh, that's Zoo Days Bayside Barbecue and Brews event. Oh, that sounds like fun on August 28th. That's Friday. That sounds like a yeah, heck of a lot. I'm looking at their website God, right now. who? <laughs> we should go to that. Huh, I, I imagine Zoo they're probably sold out. All guests include past members and fun card holders require a ticket-based reservation to attend. So, yeah, obviously, they're not going to just let anybody wander through. You have to have a ticket to get in. They'll limit the number of people. You have to wear facial coverings, except when you're eating or drinking, which, of course... It's a brew fest. To, yeah, I was going to say, people <laughs> eating and drinking lends themselves to not wearing masks a lot yep. at a brew fest. But... Um, <laughs> Hurry now, space is limited. Um, as uh, yeah, that actually sounds. like I wish I'd known about that because I'm sure Tobin would have loved to have gone. Um, and right now, I mean, I'm I I'm sure we couldn't. It just you know. Yeah, we, if you're over the age of ten, your tickets are seventy five dollars. If you're under the age of ten, you can get in for sixty five dollars. Wow, what that's, a bargain! That's to the Zoo Days Bayside Barbie, and I'm wondering how many ten year olds need to come to the barbecue and brews. Uh, <laughs> Well, you would take them to, uh, like, if you had dinner at a brew pub, you would take them. That's right. And and they eat the barbecue, and they get to see the the uh, the aquarium and the, the fish and, you know. I don't know what, I don't know if they're, like, um, running full shows or everything or what the, it doesn't really, you know, I, I, it doesn't say. It doesn't say, but. Um, animal presentations, the dolphin sea lion, an educational orca encounter with physically distanced seating. So they are doing it. They are doing some. Some, uh, you know, and, and it's funny because I, I don't know what they call, you know, they used to have the Orca show. Now it's called the Educational Orca Encounter because they got protested and people are. Because of blackfish. Yeah. Right. And, and so what does that now mean? I don't what know. What is an Educational Orca we Encounter? We need to go and find out. I, I'm curious. Yeah. Yeah. We need to. We could go and report on it. Right? <laughs> on the air and say, I saw it. And you know what? It's really boring compared to the Orca show, <laughs> but the Orcas, I'm sure, feel much better about the fact that they're bored <laughs> because they don't have to perform on Ah, humbug. Grump, 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 yeah. grump. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happened to me. It's too much lockdown. <laughs> I'm cynical, sour, sarcastic, but sanguine. But sanguine. I am alive, <laughs> alert, awake, and enthusiastic. Ah, so I am super excited that theme parks will reopen. I want to go to Knott's Berry Farm. Now, they're not on this list, but I want to go to Knott's Berry Farm because I love Knott's Berry Farm. Mm -hmm. And um, I always like them, too. And I I really like the um, Mrs. Knott's Restaurant as well. Yes. I have gone down there for, like, brunch and not gone in the park, just gone to Mrs. Knott's. So they apparently have been opened the same way other restaurants are open. So, um uh, they've not been, you can't do indoor dining, but you know, they've been selling their chicken. So yeah, it is, it is, um, currently closed the park. 
Isn't that a bummer? Well, I think they're, yeah, I mean, but I, I, it, to me, it's like, okay, it's going to happen soon, and I'm excited. I feel like a little kid. Not that I'm going. I mean, Disneyland's going to be a madhouse when it reopens, but, um, you know, I, I, at least I think it would be. Um, I'm just excited because it just means, like I said, Disneyland closing was like, oh my gosh, this is serious time. And so to, to me, Disneyland reopening is, oh, we're coming through it, and that's beautiful. Knott's does have a taste of Knott's open Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Starting, they started on August twenty-first, and they're and they're rolling through um, September till they open back up fully. So you can go down to um, the the little street along the front there and get your pick up your Mrs. Knott's to go, and they've got lots of little shops and berries and cool. jam and and some restaurants along there. So so you can get your fried chicken and your boysenberry jam. Yeah, they've got a bakery, very nice bakery there, by the way. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can get your your boysenberry and your uh, and some fresh bread and some fried chicken and life is good. Life is good. So it's time for a break. I'm Aaron Brinker, and I'm Todd Brinker, and we will be right back with sixty years of fascinating facts. This is the man from yesterday. Back in time to this time, in 1976, Freddie Prince is signed to an exclusive contract by NBC TV. Besides Chico and the Man, in which he co-stars, the contract covers series, specials, and made-for-TV movies on NBC TV. I would personally rather fly than drive a car, except I flew here from Chicago, and uh, weird planes, they don't have windows in the bathroom. Who's going to look at you? <laughs> a perverted seagull. Hello, lady! And from this time in 1966, Yellow Submarine, a new single by the Beatles, is getting airtime. Despite the Jesus Christ-John Lennon controversy, the remark by John Lennon that the Beatles were more popular than Jesus Christ caused an uproar a few weeks ago here in And from this time, 1969, ABC TV is going to debut a new kind of show called Love American Style. Freer than the land of the free, Love American Style, that's you and me. With more at manfromyesterday.com. Drivers, when it's time to visit the DMV, avoid the long lines and save time by calling toll-free 833-DMV-LINE. That's 833-DMV-5463. Listen up, folks. Work injuries can be devastating and life-changing. If you were injured at work, you probably have a lot of questions. I'm attorney Daniel Rudbari, and I represent injured workers. Call me for your free consultation at 800-325-1454. I'll answer your questions and advise you on how to protect your right to make sure you get the workers' compensation benefits you may be entitled to. 800-325-1454. 800-325-1454. Hey, this is Gary Garver. You know, I've been having trouble getting a good night's sleep lately. Maybe you have too. Well, if you have been, South Pacific Sleep Lab can help you out. South Pacific Sleep Lab provides a personal study to help you find out how to get a great night of sleep. I've been having sleeping issues during the night lately for a number of reasons. South Pacific Sleep Lab evaluated me with an overnight study of my sleep pattern. With their professional staff, they were able to provide me with a diagnosis of my sleep pattern. And ever since, I haven't had much of a problem getting a great night of sleep. South Pacific Sleep Lab 
has locations throughout Southern California, including one in Fontana, and they will provide transportation to any of their locations at no cost to you. South Pacific Sleep Lab can help you out 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Just give them a call at 844-SAD-5050 to schedule your appointment today. That's 844-SAD-5050. This segment brought to you by a really special story. Once upon a time, in a TV land far, far away, people used to perch clothesline-looking TV antennas on their roofs. Sometimes they used tinfoil, too. All was good, and the rest was free. People crowded around their TV sets, listening to the chimes and watching the peacocks. Then one day, video killed the radio star, and TV cable was born. And everyone started watching cable TV, but it wasn't free. In fact, it was expensive. Then one day, the FCC said all TV would be digital, and it would be free again over the air. 2, 2.1, 2.2, and on and on. You can call 909-475-7787. That's 909-475-7787. Or you can log on to SoCalFreeTV.com. That's SoCalFreeTV.com. So, you didn't like that opinion. Okay, give us another 15 minutes. This is the station that leaves no listener behind. KCAA. Welcome back. I'm Erin Brinker. And I'm Todd Brinker. And we are on the brink, the morning show on KCAA, AM 1050, FM 106.5, and FM 102.3. And you shared some very sad news uh, about this Halloween season during the break. Why don't you share that with our listening audience? Yeah, so as we were looking at what was going on with the parks, and I was talking about Knott's Berry Farm, I came across notification that they've made the difficult decision to cancel their highly anticipated not scary farm event for for those of us who who well for those of you I'm not one of them uh, who like going to haunted houses and it's this is a a iconic haunted house in Southern California the not scary farm event is a big big deal um, I you know coach a swim team in Orange County I know lots of kids that um, uh, you know high school age kids that go get jobs there during this time of year and play ghosts and ghouls and scare kids and it's and it's a safe environment it's run it's run well. And they've decided that they're not even going to try to do it. They just shut it down and said, nope, we're not doing Scary Farm. Wah, wah. So, yeah. Yeah, another victim of COVID. So mm-hmm. I want to give some, some. Uh, I don't want to say happy news, but I'm, I'm well, I, maybe happy news. You know the, the mosque shooter uh, in New Zealand who killed all those people, like walked into a service and just shot a bunch of people? Right. He has been sentenced to LWAP, life without the possibility of parole, and he's the first one in the history of New Zealand uh, for that to have happened to. They don't do that in, uh, in New Zealand, but they've done that for him. Yeah, this man killed 51, 51 people. 51 people, yes. Yeah. So, who, were in, you know, who were praying in a mosque. I mean, holy moly. Right. If anybody ever deserved it, this guy deserves it. Yes. Know? And so, Were he um, here, he'd have a needle in his arm, but... Where yeah. you know in 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 New Zealand, this is just putting him in prison for life. Um, uh, that's mm-hmm. 
that's that's as good well, that, as it that's gets a there. Huge thing, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that you know, for them to, to 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 go to that level, which is something that they've not done. They they their legal system tends to believe more in uh, in rehabilitation than than we do here. Right. You know, we're all about uh, retribution here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Rehabilitate this sucker. Exactly. Um, so yeah. Um, so, yeah. I mean, good. Good. The guy should not be out walking around ever again. No. No, you know, no, and and I'm anti death penalty um, uh, because of the 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 likelihood of of all the people who shouldn't have been on death row who were on death row. I'm a supporter of the Innocence Project, and I think that Mm -hmm. there's many flaws with that system, with our system. Yeah. Having said that, this guy made a video of him doing this, and if anybody deserves a needle in its his arm, it's him. Yeah. So I would support it for him, but El Wap is okay. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. So in local news, San Bernardino has a new city clerk. Yeah, this is historic for the city um, because uh, this is the first uh, city clerk who uh, was appointed. Everybody before then um, had been elected, had been an elected position. So Gigi Hanna was the last elected city clerk, and she served two terms as the city clerk. And this new one has was appointed as interim, and uh, now she is the uh, she's been given the the position. So uh, Genoviva Rocha is her name, um, and you know she will par- apparently make one hundred and twenty three thousand three hundred and thirty six dollars a year. It's a public position, so they ha- they they are, that's public information. Yeah, yeah. And not one twenty three three thirty seven, but one twenty three thirty six three thirty six exactly. So um, she How says come up with numbers like that is just beyond. Me. I, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I'm sure there was a formula somewhere. Some, yeah, I'm you know. sure, yeah. yeah. So she says she feels honored to have been chosen to fulfill the city clerk's role for the city of San Bernardino and understand that it's a big transition for the community, moving from an elected to an appointed position. I'm excited to continue to serve the community with the utmost integrity and to, and to work with a supportive team. So I'm, you know, happy for her. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. I hope yeah, that... I, I wonder what the, what was the impetus to make it a, an appointed position as opposed to an elected position? To, to depoliticize, um, uh, uh, so it, it really was stemming from not the city clerk's office, but the city um, uh, attorney's office, which had become right. ridiculously politi- political in a way that city attorneys often are not. And so it was decided that, you know, as they moved um, into a strong city manager model of governance, that to be aligned with what other cities are doing, they decided to make uh-huh. those um, uh, hired positions instead of elected positions. Right. Well, I know that there, you know, there was the the big dust up when uh, former city attorney Gary Sainz uh, Sainz signs signs. Oh, that's right. Well, there's no I in there. It's signs. Okay. Uh, I think. <laughs> yeah, okay. Gary signs and uh, and Gigi Hanna, the the former uh, clerk. You know, they they felt like that the, their issues stemmed from, uh, you know, and the, and the pay that they that they cut. They had, by the way, won their lawsuit and ended up the city did have to pay them their full pay as per their contract. Yes. Um, but they felt it was punishment for advising against city council decisions. So now if you're an appointed person, you're less likely to to advise somebody not to do something because now your job is at risk, possibly, whereas before you were an elected position and that wasn't the case. So you could 
be a little bit more honest in in and telling them what you believe they should or shouldn't be doing, right? Well, the Seems city charter like is supposed of- to be, supposed to protect the employees. The city charter. I, I know that this mayor um, has not has not respected the will of the voters in the, in the city the charter they he wanted a more uh, stronger mayor uh than than the the new charter allows um but the the idea was that this, they would report to the city manager um right. and and be you know that was the city council was separate they i mean obviously mm-hmm. they made it's be like the board of directors of a company the city clerk then reports to and the city attorney report to the city manager not the mayor and so it it, it was trying to depoliticize those offices uh. That's interesting because they're appointed by the mayor and the city council. Well, but yes. They report to the to the to the city manager. Yes. So I don't know. Well, we'll see how because the out. idea is that the city manager runs the city. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the professionals running the city, which is how most cities are run. Um, San Bernardino just happens happen to be a different kind of city, just like Los Angeles. They're both charter cities. Right. So. Yeah. Well, I know that that San Bernardino's had their issues, so um, you know maybe these changes will work. We'll see. Yeah, I, I hope so. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So with that, we have just a couple of more minutes. Um, uh, Bette, Midler, uh, Bette Midler apparently sent out some tweets making fun of Melania Trump. And I wasn't going to talk about this because it's, it's petty, but she just so irritated me. So she doesn't like Melania Trump, um, which, okay, fine. She tweeted on Tuesday night during her uh, speech at the convention uh, oh God! She can't she, she still can't speak English? Be best is back. A huge bore. She can speak several words in a few languages. Get that a- illegal alien off the stage. And she's actually gotten pushback, um, mm-hmm. you know, from people. Finally, uh, pe- the the left has been merciless towards Melania Trump, um, and uh, they say you don't have to like Melania. I don't either, but the ability to speak English, quote unquote, does not measure one's intelligence. Thank you. Um, Rachel Zegler for for tweeting that back at Bed Midler. So yeah, well, and 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 Midler then then tweeted out, you know, all all hell's broken loose because I said Melania still can't speak English last night. I was wrong to make fun of her accent. America's made up with people who speak with all kinds of accents. They are all welcome always. Yes, but and even so, that apology was snarky. So with yeah, that, we are completely but, out of time. Yeah. We'll talk about it as after the brink live. I'm sorry. Uh, a back from the brink dot live. Back from the brink dot live. I don't even know the whole Something thing. Something on a brink. There's a brink in there. <laughs>